Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back, cowboys and cowgirls, to the next episode of Ingles and Ian. And as, as always, your good friend and mine, the menace of merriment, Mr. Ian. How are you doing today, buddy? What's up? Um, doing good. Doing good. Almost Christmas time. It's all good. Nice all good and, up here. Yeah, it's uh, well, it's crazy at work right now. So for those, well, most of you don't know because we don't really talk about our lives too much on this podcast. But I, uh, <laughs> I work for one of those companies that you can make custom Christmas cards at. And right now we've got like two million late orders. <laughs> just in our facility where i work so like half of our printing presses went down (laughs) and it's the busiest time of year like worst case ever man that sounds awful that sounds really terrible i wasn't even sure i was going to make it to this show i know i missed monday but that was for other unrelated things but uh yeah so so national is yeah but good news is we got some bowl games coming up. Yes, we do. We, Finally. Bahamas Bulls tomorrow and the Cure Bulls tomorrow. And then did you know that on December 18th, there are more, more bowl games on December 18th than they are than um, the New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Combined? Not combined, but just those days. Um, well, I mean, in general, the New Year's is pretty much reserved for this, those six bowls, yeah. you know, which is still a lot of bowls, but Let's, I mean, how many? It's actually five games. Five games on the 31st and New Year's Day. There's six bowl games on December 18th. Nice. It's, it's, it's a decent slate. It's a decent slate. Yeah, National uh, Signing Day was this week. Uh, you know, I'm not a big uh, Cruton guy. Uh, hopefully we can get somebody on next week to give us some more input into this. And like I've said, I've been so busy with work that I've not had much time to come up for air. Uh, but, I mean, it's highest ranked recruiting class ever. And, you know, everyone was like, Gundy can't recruit, can't recruit, can't recruit. And, you know, over the last couple of years, his his classes are coming up. And we'll see if it's actually – you know, showing fruit. I mean, we got, you know, Darren Oliver uh, from last year's class and Gundy, you know, being cagey as himself, but says there's three or four guys you think can compete at that level. Um, There's some big Juco guys coming out. I mean, the defensive line could be just absolutely scary with Oliver and Martin. And I cannot remember the Juco kid's name, but he's supposed to be an absolute beast. Um, you know, I'm excited to have the Presley, the uh, the next Presley brother, you know, in in house. I'm looking forward to the the Presley to Presley trickeration plays that Dunn draws up. The two uh two Presleys in a box or something. It's like <laughs> just go for it. Uh yeah, Oklahoma State is ranked officially 25th. Mm-hmm. Um just ahead or just behind. Ole Miss and just – yeah, Ole Miss is 24, Iowa is 26, 
Uh, that's not a bad spot by any means. I think this is the I mean, they're th- when it comes to Big Twelve rankings, they're still third. They were last year they were third, and their recruiting class, according to twenty four seven, has bumped up point uh, zero one uh, like average points, and it's like point. There's like a couple numbers with it, but it went from point eight six to point eight seven. So there's progress being made there. Um, run through the commits because there's only uh, there's only six uh, seventeen that have signed their letter of intent. So uh, Tylen Shelton or Sheltron, uh, him and his brother uh, Tabry have both signed. Um, they're both receivers, I believe, to tight end. Uh, Ollie Gordon, who uh, I've heard fantastic things about, as well as uh, C.J. Brown, both running backs. Uh, Tyrone Weber from uh, the New Mexico Military Institute, JUCO transfer. He's an O-lineman. That'll help a lot. Uh, you mentioned uh, the, uh, Mr. Presley, Braylon Presley. Uh, we got a quarterback as well, Garrett Rangel, who is uh, a four-star uh, from Frisco, Deshaun Brown was a big uh, get because I don't think a lot of people were expecting him to sign. I thought I think a lot of people expected him to go to OU, but Deshaun Brown, edge, six foot three, two hundred and thirty pounds, he is coming to Stillwater. He's a six three cornerback. Will not be surprised. I was talking with a guy about this that they'll probably move him to safety uh, potentially. He's from St. Louis. Uh, Mason Gilligy uh, from Pawhuska. Landon Dean on the the defensive line from uh, Frontenac, Kansas. Uh, Dylan McKinney, a cornerback from uh, Colleyville, Texas. Uh, another alignment, Austin uh, Kolecki from Frisco. Jalil, John- Jalil Johnson from uh, PC North uh, up the road right here. Xavier Benson from uh, Tyler Juco. He's a linebacker. Uh, number 27th on the Juco rankings. He's a three-star. Gabe Brown from Stillwater High School. And then uh, Calvin Harvey uh, from Ridgepoint in Missouri, Texas. Missouri City, Texas. Missouri City is a suburb of – southern suburb of Houston, if, yes. for those who don't know. Yes. I think lots, that's of, right, yeah. lots of Okies on that list. I heard it's like one of his highest Okie like ratio recruit recruits ever. You got to know how to recruit to your state, and I think – I'll say this, no disrespect to OU. That's something they've kind of gone away from. Maybe Brent Venables will get back into that because that's your state. And you need to be able to dom- you need you need to be able to dominate recruiting in your state. Yeah, well, and we do pretty well in Texas too, always have. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of competition there, but we always seem to pull some really good guys out of Texas as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got you gotta recruit Texas also. So I remember one time, so I used to live in a northern suburb of Houston, and I had gone back to visit some friends several years after I graduated college, and I was driving down Main Street, Tomball, Texas, and right there, you know, big Oklahoma State billboard. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that area is, like, really big, the Houston area, especially because of all the oil and natural gas that's there. And we put out so many engineers that go into that field. So it's a big hotbed for OSU alums and, you know, people who have been living there for a long time. Perfect. I mean, Houston's a great recruiting area, so you got to dominate that as best you can. Um, 
Another thing out of the college football realm, uh, Jaden Jernigan is going to enter the transfer portal. Now, I heard something that like he could come back if he wanted to, but he's going to explore his options at the moment. Uh, that's that's a pretty big blow. He had 19 total tackles and yeah. uh, played in all 13 games. So, But that's one of those things where you see who's coming in and you see who's staying. According to Gundy, eight guys who could graduate – are staying so his chance to shine is probably another year away and so i mean i don't blame him if this is one of those things you know if it was a normal year he'd be the star at his position right and but because there's so many weird things going on with covid and all of that mess like i don't blame him for wanting more playing time no i don't blame him either it's it's one of those things where you just wish him the best, and I mean, you hope he can come back. Um, because according to the, this article I'm reading, um, well, there's 2,646 FBS players to enter the transfer portal during the 2020-21 transfer cycle. That's a lot. So that, a lot of a lot of those scholarship athletes are about to find themselves without a scholarship. Yeah, I, there can't be that many open spots. There can't be. No, nah, there's it, not. Like, e- even between FBS and FCS, there can't be that many open spots. Division three, baby. Division two, all of that. <laughs> well, man. Division three is no scholarship, period. Oh. That's, that's, that's like the thing. If you're going to be a Division three school, you can't offer scholarship. At least that's how it was when I went to a Division three school. Huh. I guess NAI then. Yeah. <laughs> that, I didn't know that. That's news to me. So, um, yeah, yeah. So you, you wanted to talk about some men's basketball. I did. Um, they're about to go through a gauntlet and, uh, I'll kind of read off the schedule again. I think I touched on it last week with uh, good old, uh, Robert, uh, we, there, uh, it's Houston on Saturday. I believe, yes, 6 p.m. on ESPNU in Fort Worth. Uh, they got a n- new arena down there, and it looks pretty good from what I've heard. Where uh, I think it's called the it? Dickies Arena. Hmm. Dickies Arena in Fort Worth. I think it's new, but I, I don't know. And then they got USC in Oklahoma City, also on ESPNU on Tuesday. They have Texas Tech, Kansas, Texas. West Virginia, Baylor. That's all from – that's a, roughly a one-month stretch of games, and six out of these seven opponents are ranked. And uh, so, and, yeah, know, I, th- this isn't going to be a fun stretch. We'll be lucky to win one, in my opinion. We'll be lucky to win one of those games. I think the benefit – you get the benefit of uh, – having Kansas and Texas at home. Uh, USC has to come to Oklahoma City, which, I mean, that's – it's it's virtually a home game for Oklahoma State. I don't know if that will matter, but, I mean, we'll see. Houston's nothing to sneeze at. Well, Houston's uh, I, I think I think they'll pull out something. They I think they, they, they might go two, two and five, three and four. I don't no see them way, coming out of this with a winning record. No, there's no all. way. If they win two, I'll be absolutely shocked. 
because <laughs> I mean USC yeah. is ten, Kansas yeah. is seven. I mean this mm-hmm. is, uh, let's see, Houston is fourteen, Texas seventeen. We, if for whatever reason, the only one, oddly enough, just because of history, the one that I'm like, yeah, we could win that one is K- KU. For whatever reason, we always beat them. We no matter how bad we are, we almost always beat them at least one. You know. Yeah, I think the West Virginia one, I guess, is there. Yeah, but if you look at the rankings uh, in terms of like, if you look at like you know other teams getting votes, they're the thirty third ranked team in the country. So I mean, they're they're knocking on the door of the top twenty five, and probably yeah, by the time. Is- yeah, this is going to be a rough stretch. Uh, I'm just, you know, honestly, at this point, you're probably glad that you didn't make the tournament or you're not <laughs> going to make the tournament. Maybe that was a blessing in disguise if you really think about it, um, especially with uh, they have three losses. They're, they're seven and three right now. And the big and they have not tough. looked good. I mean, that's just the other thing is they haven't looked good from what I've seen. Granted, I've only been able to, like, read – like I've seen some basketball, but for the most part, it's been recaps and stats and stuff, mm-hmm. but they just haven't looked all that good. And so I'm just kind of waiting to see what's going to happen. And, and we've talked about before, they don't play big 12 competition. Well, I mean, they're 431 in conference under Boyton. Um, I don't really know what you could say, honestly, because I mean, I, I will say this. Borden has a tough – had made a tough schedule. That's what he wanted. He wanted his guys to be tough. And, you know, you go to battle with Cleveland State, which they were picked to finish first in the – I think it's the Horizon League this year. Xavier is really decent. Wichita State's always good. I mean, you go Xavier's to – Xavier's 22 right now. Xavier, yeah. I mean, look. And hey, we got – they got the win against NC State. So, I mean, it's – like, no, like it, I think the road was always going to be tough, especially, you know, losing Cade Cunningham, but I don't think you expected it to be like, oh, we're going to, we're, it, it, we're hitting dirt. It's a dirt road now with some gravel chunks. I mean, let's just break down the big 12, which is insane. Number one in the country, Baylor, number seven, KU, number 11, ISU, number 17, Texas, Number 25, Texas Tech, 29 OU, and 33, West Virginia. You've got seven of the 10 teams in the top 35 in the country, according to the AP. And you've got to play all of them twice. Well. I mean, so that is, that's 14 games. What do you think we win? 11? Or not 11, three? We probably lose 11 there. Man, if I were to guess, I, I might. I'll be generous and say like, because it's is it's eighteen games, right? Yeah, um, five. So five's a reasonable amount. And guess what? You know what? Again, this season does not matter because you're not going to the NCAA tournament anyway. You're not going to the Big Twelve tournament anyway. This season, I think it's uh, it might be motivating them in a bad way. It's like, hey, this doesn't matter. Let's just work on our craft and all that, and try to get better for next season, because I don't think anybody's leaving yet. Because it's a pretty young team, from what I understand, and I, yeah, I think this, it's a good rebuilding year, per se. Hopefully. I mean, and the other thing is, I'm going to be really interested to see if 
they can keep up the scoring pace that they've had the last two years. So, I mean, Boynton's first year, which I don't really give him a ton of credit for, uh, the points per game is um, was 76.6. And as much as we disliked or liked Brad Underwood, I mean, his team scored 85.7 a game, right? Then his next two years were 80 or 68 a game, 67.6 a game. And then COVID year was decent. It's his only winning record in, uh, sorry, uh, was, yeah. And then the only time he's been above 76 with his own guys was the Cunningham year. And so that's just really not a great sign, especially in today's basketball where people are shooting threes a lot. And you got, I mean, you've got to be able to score 76, 77 at minimum, I think, to compete at all, especially with teams as good as we're going to be facing. Yes, our defense is locked down, but this is not football, you know? I mean, it's, I don't know. It's, I don't, I do not have high hopes. Yes. I mean, even if, even if the big, even if postseason was in front of us, I was still like, yeah. Because I watched a lot of the team last year. I probably watched the final 10, 15 games of the season. And aside from Cunningham having to do some really great heroics, and there were some other people who stepped up here and there, it was like, man, this offense sucks. And I don't know if Boynton has the X's and O's to make a good offense. Here's the thing. They can't shoot. They just can't yeah. shoot. I mean, they especially – from three-point range, 29.7. That's pretty bad. That's I'll really be honest bad. with you. They only have one guy shooting above uh, 40% right now, and that's uh, it's Williams, Donovan Williams. Um, free throw-wise, uh, they are bad there. Too. Uh, what was that? You, uh, you got to make second. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's their free throw percentage? Their free throw percentage is a sixty-five point five percent. Yeah, you can't do that. You need to be the, at least eighty. Elite, well, seventy-five even. Like you got to make, you got to make three or four. They're free for a reason. The good, like they have ten point seven steals per game. That's pretty good. That's pretty uh, good. I think re rebounding is another weakness. Thirty-eight point eight per game. That seems low to me. That seems awfully low to me. And I'll look at, you know, like whoever's on uh, top of those rankings. Um, yeah, I mean, that's just not – and the thing with the steals is that's great, but that's a really, really good way to get in foul trouble quick. Mm-hmm. And it feels like a team that's really – that masks a bad defense with a lot of interceptions. Think Iowa earlier this year when they got up to two or three or whatever it was, and they had like 
a bajillion or like seven interceptions in one game. So everyone's like, oh, they got this great ball hawking defense. And then people figured him out and just shredded them. Right. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's just, I just, hmm, I don't know what to say. I just, I don't have good vibes about this team. Another. So for, um, for rebounding context, um, the top 40, I'll have 40 each per game. Okay. So I'm looking at how far they're down. Six. Tied for 74th. But who, it's not who's good. First? Do what? Who's first again? Let's Arizona. With how many? Uh, 44.4 rebounds per game. I mean, once you start getting into that, it's not as – I mean, if I mean, still six a game is a, a big difference. But it's not like, you know, it's a a big difference, difference. but it's a lot tighter than being 72nd. The nation would show, you know, 74th, 74th, whatever. But still, I mean, mean, it's just not not a good time. It's just that's not a lot of points. They're top 10 in steals, though. They're at number seven in steals. So it's not steals per game. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's not good. How is getting steals not good? Well, I, I mean, it's, it's a foul it's, trouble thing, but you get well, a steal it's, it's not, I don't know if you can rely on it, is what I'm saying. I don't know if you can rely it, on it. To, it's a good stat. It's a good stat for now, but we're also playing. I mean, yeah, we've played some good teams. We've also played some bad teams. So I don't know. I don't trust that stat yet. Okay. I am looking for a specific stat. And this. Hmm. This is not good <laughs> unless I miss them. So here, here's another not good stat, and it sort of shows you the offense. Field goal attempts per game, 60.5, 118th in the nation. We're not even putting up shots, <laughs> and, we're, and we're only hitting half of them for 83rd in the nation. I mean, that's just bad offense. Oh, Our- no. Okay, I... <laughs> Our three-point percentage is 298th in the country. That was the stat I was looking for. That was the stat I was trying to find. 298th in free uh, three-point percentage. That is so bad. Like, okay. you oh, so you're talking about free throw percentage? 306th in the country in free throw percentage. And, and this is the, the kicker. We're we're the twenty seventh in the nation at free throw attempts, like that. Right, that's your stat, bro. You I gotta mean, make those. Yeah, they're just not. That, I mean, they're probably leaving twenty points a game on. Probably. Yeah. yeah, you can't. That's just irritating because it's so fundamental, and you know maybe you could say. Boyden is losing a lot of assistance. He lost an assistant to Florida recently. Maybe he's I, – I don't know what you need to do. You need to do something. You need to do something. I mean, I kind of know what – I – man. You get to uh, say fire, Boyden. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> uh, I, I, don't, I don't – I mean, this is his fifth year. Right. And yeah. granted, and I'll give him, we'll even call it four and a half because of COVID. But I mean, he had a full year. He had a full year mm-hmm. except for the tournament. Right. I mean, we made it all, all the way to the tournament. So his record is what it is. And 
you should start seeing improvement and he's not doing it. The only really, I mean, there is marginal improvement, right? But mm-hmm. still, his best finish in the conference, tie, or fifth with Kate Cunningham, number one pick in the draft, who is doing amazing in the NBA, by the way. It's not like it was like, oh, number one pick in the draft and kind of, you know, a dud. No, I mean, he's crushing it right now. And I just, I don't, and in basketball, especially how quickly things change, if you're not seeing improvement quick, like in football, I could say, okay, this is the time where you're like, okay, he's had his time. Maybe it's time to start just watching him a little closer in basketball. Four to five years is a lot of time. And I just don't know. I mean, it's not. I'll say this. I don't think it's that long of a time. You see coaches uh, who was, uh, I think, Archie Miller, who was Indiana's coach. I think he had maybe seven years. He had four. I think Richard Patino. Richard Patino had like six years at Minnesota, I think. So I. Yeah. but And they just made the NCAA tournament. I. He had seven years at Minnesota. I. I, I think he needs a little more time, I guess. I, I, but he's got I a think, year, maybe two. I mean, at tops. Yeah, I think. And I, I hope think they, have not, they already extended him? I can't remember. I think they did. But I don't know how much. Um, but if okay. you are going to go, if you're going to be seventh in the conference, I mean, that's just not going to cut it. Um, yeah, I think I, this year, this year's a wash, whatever. Next two years are pivotal. Next two years are absolutely pivotal. Yeah. So according to the 2021 recruit basketball team rankings from 24 mm-hmm. seven, uh, Oklahoma state's not in the top 150. I think that was because there was like one recruit and they were relying on a bunch of, uh, like transfers, transfers, and then guys that were already there. So at that, in that aspect, they didn't really need to, do much recruiting now still i mean i mean if he's supposed to be a great recruiter right go out and recruit go get somebody well you can only have like 15 guys on the team and if you have you know like 12 of them coming back and three more coming in through the train through the transport portal that's a team already you don't need to recruit for this next year because they could just leave yeah that's true i mean that kind of begs the question we kind of talked about this is when do teams stop recruiting high schoolers? And I think I in think, basketball, it's coming sooner than later. I think portal's becoming – I think Boyden is going to become a portal guy, and you've seen that with uh, this season uh, with Woody Newton, uh, Sass, Sass, and Bryce Thompson. Well, we'll like, see if Bryce can live up to his billing. I hope he does, but it's – I hope he does too. I mean, I, I think he can do it. He just needs to – Needs to get it done. Just needs to do his thing. He probably needs to be the guy. Yeah, he does need to be the guy. I mean, somebody needs to be the guy because there's no guy. He's just hoping that one dude has a really good night, like um, Bryce Williams against Cleveland State or Avery Anderson against uh, Xavier, which they lost. So that's that's what you're banking on. That's going to be ugly. Yeah, it's not going to be fun. At least baseball's coming up. Well, I mean, that's something we'll get into, but like, 
Uh, I think for the spring sports, we have a, a legit chance to win four natties. This includes golf, doesn't it? Two in golf, one softball, one re- uh, obviously wrestling too. Uh, I mean, I, I, I mean, I know softball yeah. is a, is a longer shot, but they're still a top ten team. And yeah, go- in wrestling, they're like fourth or fifth right now. Uh, I mean, so I mean, it's still longer shots, but I mean, the women, men and women's team are both in the top two respectively, so they're going to be. And if the women keep up what they're doing, they're going to be not just a like they may not even Vegas may not even take money on their odds. They'll be that big of a favorite. They've been destroying people this year. They've been winning by like 17, 20 strokes for the tournament, which is insane. Yeah, I they're going to be phenomenal. Not really worried about that, but but let's. I think we need to talk about summer quick. If you look at the full year of OSU sports, football, the calendar year 2021, football lost in the conference championship game. Men's basketball lost in the conference championship game. I think softball lost in the conference championship game. And baseball lost in the conference championship game. So your four big sports this year all lost in the conference championship game. That just is that's OSU. Hey, it's a lot better than we've been doing, though, man. Like a lot of those, like, I mean, obviously, golf and wrestling have been there for a long time, but you know, there was a period where baseball wasn't very good and softball was terrible. Uh, you know, so those sports are coming, a lot of those sports are really coming along. I'm, I'm just saying, like, it's just, it's always the bridesmaid and never the bride when it comes to most all of these sports and heck wrestling they tied with OU for the conference championship so that wasn't even a full win like this year has been the year of heartbreak for Oklahoma State fans in nearly every sport your only hat you can hang on for a championship is AJ Ferrari that's it well here's I mean I will I think 2022 is going to be a really good uh, good year for, for Oklahoma State sports. I hope so, man, because uh, I'm not sure. I mean, softball, softball well, the, will be good. Baseball, the problem with man. women's sports is there's almost – I mean, it's getting better, but there's almost always a juggernaut at top or like two or three, and there's, there's – in general, a very big gap between three and seven, you know, uh, but we, you know, we got some big transfers and, you know, they played OU tight and everybody else real tight last year. And hopefully be, we don't have any crazy, what, 2 a.m. games or whatever, you know, I mean, you know, they've added uh, some days in there. Yeah. So, I, so hopefully that's not that a big was, deal. Yeah. I just stay up for that game. That's um yeah this is going to be a very interesting year for baseball because josh holiday might be on a hot seat like it's it's simmering it's a simmering seat if you will we can get to that whenever the time comes there but it's simmering i think just a little bit a little bit yeah we shall see we shall see (sighs) 
Well, you got anything else for us before we close out the show? Nope. Alrighty. Well, we're in the Christmas season. Hope everyone's had a happy holidays so far and we'll see y'all next time.